Hello, it's AJ and welcome to the D Plus Club. As always, I'll be bringing you the latest news and rumours in the world of Disney Plus. I'll be covering what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney Plus streaming service in the US and in the UK. And of course, we have a weekly movie club where I give you an overview of the movie along with some facts and some possible goofs. In the last show, we covered Doctor Strange as part of our MCU series. That episode, along with all previous episodes, is available now on all major podcasting platforms, including probably whichever one you're listening on right now. And for this last week's move, we've been watching the Disney Channel original movie, The Descendants, but I'll get back to that one a little bit later in the show. How's everyone's week been? Mine's been actually a really, really busy week. I've been trying to tie up a lot of things at work. This week, actually, starting from this weekend for a week, I've actually got a week off. As I mentioned in the last show, it is actually the Queen's Platinum Jubilee, so we get a long weekend next weekend. We got a nice long four-day weekend, but... I've added three days of holiday into that, so I get a nice full week off to be able to spend with the family because the kids are also off school. So, yes, we've got some nice plans this week. I think we're going to do a bit of shopping and go out for a couple of meals. We're wanting to make sure that we have all all of our holiday shopping done in advance of our Florida holiday, which is coming up in August. So, uh, yeah, we're just making sure that we get all of those kinds of things done. Also, my dining reservation window for Walt Disney World opens this week, so I'm wanting to try and get a couple of different meals books. I've already got a Raglan Road meal book. I've been able to speak with the general manager there after a very <laughs> long story, actually. I'm, I might actually quickly cover that, actually. So when we last went to Walt Disney World, we went to Raglan Road for a meal, and it was it was a nice evening. We, we, we went out, and we'd done a bit of shopping, and we thought, right, we'll go to Raglan Road. We'd had a reservation, and the staff there treated my sister really really poorly like it was like terrible how, how they treated her all she was wanting to just buy a, a drink an alcoholic drink and she had her daughter with her at the time and they were saying you don't look like 25 and we're like well the drinking age is 21 yeah but you have to we have to judge people on if they look 25 i was like she's got her daughter with her Anyway, I, I'm not the one to judge how they judge how old people are. That's not for me to judge. But also, when we were going through all that and we were wanting to get a drink at the outside bar, it started raining. Now, we went inside because our, our table had been called. Went inside and our like table, long table for like 10 of us, was actually seated near the bar. We went in, sat down, and the heavens opened outside. Thankfully, we were inside at the time, but the heavens opened, and, of course, they didn't want for people to be stood out in the rain, as like most people wouldn't want to be stood out in the rain. But they decided to bring everyone into the bar. And, of course, as our table was really close to the bar, we like were having people pushing our chairs and like squeezing to be able to get past, and we could not get hold of like a server for long long periods of time we had very long periods between our courses and anyway one thing leads to another we were really unhappy but the food was really really nice and we wanted to be able to go back i got back home and i just complained i i think i was just in a bad mood at the time because i was like you know what we've gone for this nice meal out as a family and we've been pushed around we've not been able to get hold of servers my sister's been treated like absolute garbage by a member of staff and yeah we we were just not very happy so i complained and i got in touch at the time with the general manager of raglan road and he very kindly said i'm really apologize we don't mean for things like this to be able to happen it's just circumstance one thing led to another led to another led to another and i was like no i completely understand that but you have to understand it from my side as well anyway it it was very very apologetic and he said look 
I understand you're not from around here, but when you next come back, just drop me an email. This is my work email address. Drop me an email and I will make sure to get you a table booked and I'll get you some drinks when you arrive as well as a bit of an apology. So anyway, think nothing of it. And we come to book our 2020 holiday a couple of years ago before COVID hit reached out to him I said look we're going to be here between these dates my daughter's birthday will literally be the day before we're going to be there and uh, we'd like to be able to book a table he was like yep not a problem I'll get it booked in for you so we got an email through confirmation and then of course covid hit and lockdowns this that and the other and yeah I had to cancel that reservation he said don't worry about anything when you actually are able to come back just drop me another email again I'll just get you all sorted so of course we've got our holiday coming up this year and I thought I will reach out to the general manager of Raglan Road and just say, look, we're going to be here between these dates. Could we book a table for like 11 of us, including a high chair, that is, uh, on, on this particular night? Sent him an email and I got a bounce back. And I thought that's a bit odd. So I looked at the bounce back reply. Being in the tech industry, you can have a look and see the reason why the bounce back actually occurred. And it occurred because the email address didn't exist any longer. Now, I don't know whether I've mentioned it, I've been expanding my LinkedIn portfolio quite a lot recently, and I'm connected with a lot of different businesses over the UK and also throughout the US, including a lot of Disney employees and a lot of Disney higher-ups. Anyway, I was able to find the general manager of Raglan Road, or the person who was the general manager of Raglan Road, and he's actually now moved on. And I was like, oh no, what am I going to do now? Anyway, I, I didn't really think much of it. I thought, you know what, I'm going to email the like, main help desk or the main reception email address for Raglan Road and just see if I get anything back. And anyway, the current general manager reached out to me and said, uh, "What? how can I help you sort of thing? I was like, I don't know whether the people on the reception have actually forwarded you my big long email string with uh, the previous general manager, but this is the situation. This is what had happened. It was like, oh, don't worry about it. I'll be able to honor that. I was very good friends with the previous general manager. Anyway, I gave him the dates and everything, and yeah, he's got us booked in. So anyway, that, that's a very long story for my dining reservations opening up, but yeah, he, the current general manager has been able to get us booked in for a table on the date and time that we want and everything like that and uh, yeah who's going to organize some drinks for us as well so that's going to be really nice but yeah we are wanting to get some other dining reservations booked this next week the first one i believe is crystal palace which i need to try and get booked on the second and then i think i have to wait again until the seventh which is like the week after where we want to try and get ohana's booked as well but yeah I'm wanting to get a few different things booked, and uh, the main ones are Crystal Palace, Ohana's, and of course Raglan Road, which we've already got sorted. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a bit of a stressful week trying to get those. Uh, but yeah, I don't think we've really got many other plans apart from that. Another thing that I did start this last week, actually, is I actually did a little bit of vlogging. And I've never really vlogged before, let's say. I've recorded like family holidays or family trips and things like that and then edited them together in like a video format with music behind it just to be able to put onto YouTube. And some of them have actually got quite a lot of views. And like, I think one of them in particular has got like a few hundred, if not more views. And I was like, oh, well, people like viewing these, viewing other people's family holidays. And someone at a, a networking event, I think I might have spoken about me going to a networking event last week. Anyway, he said to me, have you tried doing a daily vlog? Because it's something that they do like every single day and people really enjoy it. And I was like, you know what? I haven't. And I've been intrigued by the idea for a long time, but I don't know if I could do it daily. 
anyway, I decided to, on one day this past week, you know, just record what I did on a daily basis, put it onto YouTube and also LinkedIn. And people on LinkedIn were like, yeah, really enjoyed that. Actually, you should do some more if you've got something worth saying. So then the following day, I did like a what's in my bag? Why do I carry around so much stuff sort of thing? Because I'm always getting comments on the huge bags that I take to and from work every day. But anyway, yeah, I, d- I did that. And yeah, it got really good reception on that. And then I did another one um, on Friday, I think it was, just as my last day before my week off. It was only a two-minute video. didn't really have much talking in it. It was just me going to work, doing some work. I did a little bit of talking, saying that I was doing some voice recording on that day. And yeah, just quickly edited that together and put that up as well. So I eventually really enjoyed doing it. It's something that I'd like to be able to do more it's just finding the time to be able to do it but i think when we go to florida this year i'll definitely be doing a lot of video recording on a daily basis and i'll hopefully be able to edit that together into some form of a maybe not daily or day by day but maybe a week at a time let's say i'm not sure but yeah i've enjoyed doing that what else have i been doing this past week i think that's about it let's say we've only got shopping and uh, meals out and just relaxing this next week hopefully everyone else has had a good week though drop me a message over on social media at at or forward slash the d plus club and let me know how you've been doing now though it's time for the news and let's start with some of the news from the star wars celebration this past week i'm actually going to start with the trailer and release date that we got for the upcoming andor series and i've actually just re-watched the trailer just before starting recording the podcast just so it was fresh in my mind and this looks absolutely brilliant it's focusing of course on the character of cassian andor who was in rogue one and rogue one for me is one of the best star wars films in most recent years really really love that film i love the the feeling and the filming style to it it's it's really raw and intense and it looks like this series is going to adapt that same sort of style again and this trailer also features a lot of places that i didn't expect would pop up actually on star wars on television it looks like we're going to be returning to the senate we'll be returning to coruscant and things like that we're going to be seeing mon mothma in this series as well this is going to be absolutely brilliant i'm really really looking forward to this and i'm interested to see how it evolves over the course of the series of course i've said that i'd like to be able to see k2so appear in the series at some point whether it's in this first season or a future season i'm looking forward to that hopefully but just how it leads into rogue one i'm interested to be able to see how uh, how the course of the series progresses let's say along with this first trailer of course we were also given the release date for the series and that is actually due to be dropped on disney plus on august 31st of this year so not really all that long to be able to wait actually i'll be coming back from my holiday and then this will be dropping only a couple of weeks later so yeah really really looking forward to this as well as the release release date for andor we also got the time scale let's say for the upcoming third season of The Mandalorian, which is supposedly due to hit Disney Plus sometime around February of 2023. Attendees at the event were also treated to a very brief teaser trailer for the series, which features Mando walking through the war-ravaged surface of Mandalore, which of course is the homeworld of the Mandalorian people. The teaser trailer also features the return of Bo-Katan Kryze sitting on what, according to the descriptions, is a throne, meaning that Bo-Katan may still consider herself the rightful ruler and leader of the Mandalorian people. And it also features the return of Dr. Pershing, meaning that we may find some more answers to the unanswered questions from season one and two regarding the remains of the Empire and studying the genetic makeup of Jedi or more more precisely should i say grogu in this instance but uh, 
Yeah, February is a very long time to wait, but I'm really, really looking forward to this series. And I just love The Mandalorian. It's one of the best things, like I say, that's happened to the Star Wars universe. And having all of these TV series, especially these newer TV series that are linking together, is just absolutely brilliant. But The Mandalorian, of course, was just the start. We've actually now also got The Book of Boba Fett. We've got Andor coming soon, the Ahsoka series, which is currently filming. The Kenobi series, of course, which is out now. And we've also now got some news of another new live-action Star Wars series, which is in development. At Star Wars Celebration, we received news that Disney and Lucasfilm are developing a new series titled Star Wars Skeleton Crew, which is due to release sometime in 2023. And it will actually star Jude Law in one of the leading roles. It will actually be set in the same time period of the, as The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett and Ahsoka and we'll actually follow a group of kids who accidentally get lost in the Star Wars galaxy and will follow their journey trying to find their way home. It could be that this is the series that had the working title of Grammar Rodeo, which is, which was originally thought to be set in the High Republic era, but of course it hadn't been confirmed and there were no exact story elements for that, but uh, it'd be interesting if this was that, or maybe Grammar Rodeo is something else completely that's still not, not been announced yet. I like that it's been announced to be featured in the same time period as The Mandalorian, and it could lead to more crossovers with other series. We could see Mando pop up, we could see Boba Fett pop up, or, or even Ahsoka at some period in time. I just love that they're setting up these TV series, specifically Mandalorian, Boba Fett, Ahsoka, and all of these others, to be kind of like the MCU of the Star Wars universe. And it's not a bad thing at all. I think that this is really, really good for Star Wars and bringing more more of these series to the the small screen let's say it's absolutely brilliant and i'm absolutely loving these and whilst the book of boba fett of course did feature luke skywalker briefly i love that these series don't rely on the story of the skywalker saga they can exist as their own stories within the wider star wars universe and i'm just looking forward to all of these series i'm also looking forward to visiting the high republic era soon both in book for myself i'm looking forward to reading or listening to some of those books uh, but also on the big and small screen hopefully soon so yeah i'm i'm looking forward to finding out more about what we've got something soon speaking of which we've actually got news this past week that taika watiti's star wars project is actually still in development and currently has a preliminary release date of sometime in late 2023 which actually could mean anything at this point as it's reported that it's not even started production yet but uh, yeah, it, I'm, I'm looking forward to another big screen film as well, let's say. And uh, according to rumours based on comments that I've read online, it could potentially be that this new movie from Taika Waititi is actually based after The Rise of Skywalker in a time period that we've, of course, not yet explored. However, again, this is yet to be confirmed. These rumours are actually based on a comment from Lucasfilm boss Kathleen Kennedy, where she said, as we leave the saga, we have all this great exciting work happening on the television side that informs so much about where we're going. We want to be very intentional about that. We have a great talent here that we're working with, people who cared so deeply about what the next iteration of Star Wars is and about getting people back into the movie theatres so we can really come out with a bang. That's important to us. Oh yes, we need to create a whole new saga. And that takes a lot. There's a lot of conversation around that. 
Now, of course, all this could really mean is that they're leaving the story of the Skywars saga and not the time period, of course, that that was setting, but it could also mean that we're moving well beyond the Skywars Skywars saga's actual time period into a time that the Star Wars universe has actually yet to explore. So there's a lot of exciting things that they can do here, and there's a lot of things that they can do with this universe to be able to expand it, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do not just now over the next few years, but down the line in the future over the next 5, 10, 15, 20 and beyond years. So yeah, I'm looking forward to all of these future Star Wars projects and seeing where they take it. I also heard that there was a closed doors teaser trailer for the Ahsoka series, which features the closing scene from Rebels, where Ahsoka approaches Sabine, who stood in front of a, a mural of the ghost crew, and the mural is actually also in the same art style that it was in Rebels as well. Apparently the teaser also teases Ezra, and also Harrison Dooler is in the teaser trailer, true. We haven't actually heard any real rumours about Hera appearing, however it it would make a lot of sense for her to pop in up in the series. She actually became a general for the Rebellion and then in the New Republic and has appeared in many of the books over the years. But uh, yeah, we've not really heard any rumours of her appearing in live action. And also we'll be seeing a live action version of Chopper as well from the Rebels series. The droid actually took to the stage at Star Wars Celebration. And uh, yeah, I'd be really excited to be able to see that, to be able to have more live action droids in these uh, series i think that's a really good thing to be able to include sounds really really good and it's exactly what fans have been asking for it's shaping to be really a a live action continuation of the rebel story and that's not a bad thing at all i think that there's a lot of potential especially with ezra and thrawn and all of these other characters to be able to create a really good series around this so yeah i'm really really looking forward to this now as this was a closed doors trailer we can't actually confirm any of this and the few news sites that have reportedly hosted a low quality of the teaser have actually had the videos taken down now I did briefly see a video that popped up. I did do a little bit of searching for this, so I'm, I'm sorry in advance. I did do a bit of searching, and I was able to find what looks like a low-quality version of this teaser trailer. And if it's correct, this looks absolutely brilliant. So, yeah, really looking forward to finding out more. And I'm hoping that they release the official trailer for this and also the official te teaser trailer for The Mandalorian soon as well because, uh, yeah, I I'm just really excited to see more Star Wars, especially with... Obi-Wan Kenobi on at the moment. I'm really enjoying that. I will come back to that a little bit later, though. Staying on the Star Wars news, though, now it was confirmed that a new children's animated series is currently in development titled Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures. It will follow some younglings as they are swept off into adventures and start their journeys on, onto the path to becoming Jedi Knights. Learning the valuable skills of our galaxy and the galaxy far, far away, the Jedi in training will tackle topics of compassion, self-discipline, teamwork, patience and friendship it actually sounds a lot like a lot of the children's television shows that my own kids watch actually however of course set in the star wars universe they, these shows are really really good actually a lot of these and they're more than just mindless entertainment they feature a lot of important lessons for children and bluey especially is a perfect example of this each episode seems to feature a really important life lesson for children and helping them explore the world around them and how others should be treated and how they should treat others and things like that so yeah really really good and i'm hoping that this is star wars attempt to be able to adapt that kind of television series for children so uh, yeah honestly if you've got children you don't yet watch bluey i highly advise it 
as a family, we absolutely love the Bluey series and the kids learn a lot from it, but also there's a lot of inside adult jokes in there as well and it's really entertaining for everyone. But anyway, I will move on to another animated series which was announced at Star Wars Celebration which will be called Star Wars Tales of the Jedi and these will be animated shorts which will focus on different Jedi from the prequel era of the Star Wars saga. It sounds really interesting. There were a few teaser images that I saw from this and it's always good to be able to find out some more about some of these background characters that we've never really explored before if you've been following the podcast for a while you know that i love character development in tv series and films and understanding all of the characters a little bit more something like you would get in a book for example where you might find out a lot more about a side character than you would in a film or a tv series and yeah i'm just really looking forward to this and looking forward to finding out some more about some of these background jedi characters like i say from the prequel trilogy and hopefully learning more about their story and maybe what happened to them leading up to August Order 66 or potentially even after as well. So yeah, apparently it will debut on Disney Plus sometime in the fall of this year. Moving on to some other Star Wars news now though, yes I'm not done yet, Lego announced this past week that they have a new Lego Star Wars special in development. Of course, these are not considered canon or in Star Wars universe canon, they just exist there for fun. The plot will reportedly be set after episode 9, of course I know I said we haven't really explored that area but this isn't canon of course. And it will be just as our heroes have defeated the Emperor and need to get away from it all, but in the process things go a little bit awry. Finn will supposedly be a central character in the special and Yvette Nicole Brown will be returning to voice Lieutenant Valera, uh, who was apparently in the Freemaker Adventures, the Lego special. I haven't actually seen the Freemaker Adventures. Maybe it's one that I should check out as well. I did watch the Halloween special and I quite enjoyed that one. Anyway, this will be releasing on Disney Plus on August 5th. And then finally in Star Wars news now, I know you're probably getting bored of the Star Wars news, but there has been a lot to be able to cover today. Finally in Star Wars news, it has been announced that Boba Fett and Fennec Shand will be making their way to the planet of Batuu as they will be making appearances in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland in California. There's no news yet of if or even when they might make their way to Batuu in Walt Disney World. I think that including these characters and other characters from the expanded Star Wars universe is a really, really good thing for the parks. Of course, in this wider galaxy, especially with Batuu being a trading outpost where there's smugglers and things like that who will pop up, I think having Boba Fett, Fennec Shand, of course, Mando and things like that, having them pop up in the parks, even maybe even Ahsoka as well. Of course, it will depend on how they're planning their fate for the end of these series. But uh, yeah, I, I do think that having these other characters pop up in Galaxy's Edge is a really, really good thing to be able to see. And uh, yeah, I look forward to hopefully seeing them in Walt Disney World when we go, if they make their way over there in time. I will move away from Star Wars now, though. Last week, we also got the trailer for the Willow series which will feature the return of Warwick Davis as Willow Ufgood, I think I'm saying that correctly from the original 1988 film. Honestly I haven't seen the original but the trailer looks really good again this is one that I watched just before I started recording again this last week so uh, yeah I think I'll probably have to watch the original film before I watch the series when it's released on Disney Plus on November 30th of this year. I will keep on the Lucasfilm news though now we did get a first look image from the upcoming 5th Indiana Jones film this past week which features the 
silhouette of Indy walking across a wooden bridge. We still don't really know much about the film yet, about the story, and we don't have any news yet on where we might see a trailer or anything like that. Filming has been going on in the early part of this year, but apparently it will be released in cinemas on June 30th of 2023. Moving on to some Marvel news now, we actually got another trailer for the upcoming Thor Love and Thunder movie this past week, and this looks really, really good. I really enjoyed Thor Ragnarok, and I like that they're keeping with the same sort of style going into this next Thor movie. I'm just looking forward to seeing how they're going to be integrating Jane as the mighty Thor as well, and how they describe how she got her powers. I'm looking forward to seeing that origin story, and if it relates in any way to the comics as well, because the comics way of her getting those powers is quite unique and it will be interesting to see if they do adapt that to uh, the, the the next big screen adaptation but uh, yeah i'm looking forward to this movie i'm looking forward to all of these marvel and star wars things i could keep saying that over and over again maybe i should get a t-shirt that just says i'm looking forward to this but Anyway, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. It is due to be released in cinemas on July 8th of this year. Staying on the Marvel news now, I did see that some of these CGI promo images for the upcoming Marvel series She-Hulk have actually been updated with much better CGI design, proving that, of course, that they are constantly working on the graphics for this series. Of course, She-Hulk is set to debut on Disney Plus on August 17th, which is actually not long after I get back from a holiday. So there's actually plenty of time for them still to be able to update these graphics and keep working on them like i said in the previous show when i talked about this they did already have a model for hulk or smart banner or however we want to be able to call this or was it smart hulk smart banner is it smart hulk or professor hulk and anyway regardless they did already have that cgi model that they've been able to adapt for the tv series but they've had to create the she hulk design from scratch but it's nice to be able to see that they're still updating this imagery where it's currently out there they haven't updated of course the trailer the trailer is the trailer as it is but i would say that when we next see a new trailer for this the cgi will be much improved Something that we'll be releasing on Disney Plus sooner than this, though, is that we are we're going to be getting the special Beyond Lightyear, Buzz and the Journey to Lightyear, which will debut on Disney Plus on June 10th, before Lightyear comes to cinemas on June 17th. The documentary will explore the evolution of Buzz Lightyear from toy to human, and of course in the making of Pixar's Lightyear. It will dive into the origin and cultural impact of everyone's favourite space ranger, and the art of designing a new human version of Buzz, and the challenges that they face with the Lightyear crew along on, along the way. Buzz has actually always been my favourite Toy Story character. I can't remember whether I mentioned this when we covered Toy Story a while back, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to be able to ch- check this one out. We've got uh, quite a few Buzz Lightyear figures around the house, and growing up, I remember getting my very first Buzz Lightyear figure actually from Walt Disney World. I've still got it somewhere. I think it's stored somewhere at my dad's. But yeah, Buzz has always been my favourite character and I'm looking forward to checking out this film when it comes out on Disney Plus. Actually, I probably won't be able to get to watch it in the cinema. But but, uh, yeah, really, really, really looking forward to this one. And finally this week, I saw that UK Disney Plus subscribers are apparently up by 21% over this time last year, showing that the relatively infant streaming platform compared to others is actually gaining more subscribers as other services, such as Netflix, as they're actually seeing a decrease in subscribers for the first time due to 
relatively low morale due to the cancellation of popular original series, as well as, of course, the varying price increases that they've had. In fact, we actually debated actually cancelling our Netflix subscription, and we decided to keep it in the end, but it was there was a lot of to and fro in. I watch a few things on Netflix, and there's a few things that are coming to Netflix that I want to be able to see, whereas my wife doesn't really watch that Netflix that often. There's only one thing that she watches that she watches actually with me on Netflix. So, yeah, we were really, really debating cancelling it when the price increase went up. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's one that we'll probably still debate maybe in a year's time because the, the price increases are just getting silly for the, the amount of content that we actually are able to watch on there compared to something like Disney, which actually we watch Disney Plus a, a lot, lot more than we watch Netflix. Of course, Disney is actually expected to see another jump in their subscriber base later this year once the advert-supported tier becomes available, initially in the US and, of course, later internationally as well. But, yeah, it'll be very interesting to be able to see how the subscriber base increases for Disney over this next 12 months once that ad-supported tier starts rolling out internationally. But that's about it for this week. What are you most excited for from this last week's news? For me, it's definitely all of the Star Wars news. I think I concentrated on that way, way, way too much. But uh, yeah, I was really, really excited about all of the Star Wars news and series and movie, of course, that's been announced. So yeah, looking forward to all of that. Let me know what you're most looking forward to over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club, or of course, over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord, or over in the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone Facebook group. Now, though, it's time for a brief break, and then I'll be back with what's new and what's coming soon to Disney Plus this next week. Hi, it's Jeff Davis here on Sorcerer Radio. Join me every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Time for DW60. We'll start things off with Press Row as we talk about some of the top news stories from the Walt Disney World Resort. And, of course, there's always rumors floating around, and I'll cover them during the rumors of the week. And I'll be reading your emails during email time. As always, I'll be playing some of your favorite Disney music from around the Walt Disney World Resort. If you missed the show, catch the replay that evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And you can always catch up on the news of the week during DW60's Press Row Podcast, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. It's DW60 with me, Jeff Davis, here on Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music all day long, srsounds.com. had to include that DW60 promo in there. Jeff and Nicole have actually been invited out to the Swan and Dolphin Resort at Walt Disney World this this weekend to be able to tour some of the rooms and interview one of the heads of the resort and yeah, really, really happy for them because they've put a lot of hard work, work into their show over the years and the, they deserve to be recognised by Disney and the surrounding uh, Disney community as well because yeah, they do an absolutely brilliant job. Most people who are listening to this podcast have probably come from Sorcerer Radio, so you probably already know how good the show is. But if not, make sure you check out DW60 on Friday mornings because, yeah, really, really brilliant show. They do a brilliant job at covering all of the latest Disney news and giving their opinion as well, their honest opinion on what they feel about what uh, Disney are doing and what's happening in the news as well. So, yeah, make sure to check them out. Now, though, it's time to see what's new and what's coming soon to Disney Plus this next week. And, of course, this past week we got the very first two episodes of Kenobi, and I don't know how I can talk about this without spoiling anything too much. I actually had to post a disclaimer over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord because there's so many things you could say about these first two episodes, but they're all going to be classed as spoilers, even down to one of the characters that 
gets the only reason I can, the only way I can describe it one character gets kidnapped that, that's the only way I can describe it and it sends Obi-Wan on an adventure to rescue this person that has been kidnapped and you you get to follow along with his journey across the, especially the second episode but the first episode is more about reintroducing us to his character and what he's been doing and the predicament he finds himself in with of course the inquisitors out there hunting Jedi but what more, more specifically they've been hunting Kenobi and one has a little bit of a, an obsession with Kenobi let's say I think that they will explore that more as the series goes on but uh, yeah I don't really know how I can talk about this series without giving away too many spoilers because there's so many different things I could talk about and I'm hoping that maybe in a few weeks time as more people have seen it I can speak more openly about it either that or there'll be much more spoilers to be able to cover but uh, yeah I'm at some point I will give my full honest thoughts on this series but right now I just want to say that I'm really really enjoying it and if you're a Star Wars fan or just like Ewan McGregor, maybe, and liked the prequel trilogy, maybe even as well. For me, Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi was one of the best parts of the prequel trilogy, and I'm glad that they brought him back for this, and I'm just looking forward to seeing where they take this series. So yeah, highly advise that you check this one out. But what have we got to look forward to this next week? Well, starting on Wednesday, of course, Obi-Wan will actually move to its regular Wednesday release schedule for episode three. And of course, then in advance of the first episode of Miss Marvel being released on June 8th, we'll be getting the special A Fan's Guide to Miss Marvel, which is a documentary of a, a, a short, let's say, that gives you an exclusive look behind the scenes of Miss Marvel. It also covers its current comic book origins to its development and production for Marvel Studios as, of course, the next hit Disney Plus series for them. It actually features interviews with the award-winning filmmaking team and also the show's captivating newcomer star, Iman Vellani? Vellani? Iman Vellani. I think that's how you say that. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know how useless I am with names. But the most important thing is that it will give us this behind-the-scenes first look at the new Miss Marvel series, which will come in on June 8th. Also in the US, you'll be getting Club Mickey Mouse Season 4, five episodes from Season 1 of Mickey Mouse Funhouse, and also in the US for the first time, Glee will be added to Disney+, Plus now that the licensing has expired on other platforms. And we've actually had it on Disney+, Plus in the UK here for quite a while, but it's good to be able to see that Glee's now coming to Disney Plus over in the US. I think there's been a lot of controversy around, of course, the way some of the actors have been post the series and things that have happened to them and things like that. And there's a lot of emotion, let's say, both good and bad either way. So, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting to be able to see this being added. And we actually really enjoyed the Glee series when it was on, maybe with my wife more than I did. But, uh, yeah, it will be nice to be able to go back and watch this again at some point. We're in the middle of watching all of the Arrowverse shows at the moment, which we've not been able to watch for maybe the last couple of years. We've been buying them on iTunes and then we're taking a break for them. And, uh, yeah, we're getting back into them again now. Anyway, I am coming away from... Disney Plus a little bit speaking about that, but uh, yeah, it's interesting to be able to see Glee, Glee now being added to Disney Plus in the US. In the UK, we'll also be getting the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse Season 4, as well as the new episodes of Mickey Mouse Funhouse. But we'll also be getting The Resident Season 5, Episode 20, NCIS Season 19, Episode 11, Abbott Elementary Season 1, Killing Eve Season 1, Rudolph's Bakery Dijon Bakers, I think that's how you say that, season one. Time Scanners, season one. 
Wild Islands Season 1, Eyewitness War Season 1, The Great North Season 2, Episode 15, Bob's Burgers Season 12, Episode 17, Family Guy Season 20, Episode 17, American Dad Season 18, Episode 3, and also Alice's Wonderland Bakery Season 1, Episode 7 through 12. On Thursday in the UK, we'll also be getting another new episode of The Kardashians, but more importantly for me, we'll be getting the Orville Season 3 New Horizons, which I've been looking forward to for a very long time. I think I spoke about this a few times, but I I loved the first two seasons of this show. I have them on iTunes, and I'm looking forward to getting back into the story of this series, and they evolved a lot over the second season, I personally felt. And I really look forward to seeing the story as it unfolds over this third season. So, yeah, looking forward to seeing that first episode when it arrives this coming Thursday over on Disney+. And it will actually be on Hulu in the US as well. So if you enjoyed the first two seasons of The Orville, make sure to check that out when the first episode's released this week. Moving on to Friday, we'll also be getting Hollywood Stargirl, which is the follow-up to the Disney Plus original film Stargirl. And this will follow Stargirl's journey out of Mika, Arizona into a bigger world of music, dreams and possibilities. When her mother, Anna, is hired as the costume designer on a movie, they relocate to LA, where Stargirl quickly becomes involved in an eclectic assortment of characters. They include an aspiring filmmaking brothers, Evan and Terrell, Mr. Mitchell, who is one of Stargirl's neighbours, and also Roxanne Martell, a musician Stargirl ad- admires and encounters through her journeys. We'll also be getting Mac Wrestles, which takes a behind-the-scenes look as Max Beggs, a gifted athlete from Ulysses, Texas, struggles against the outside forces that stigmatise transgender athletes. And then in the UK, we'll also be getting the movies Titanic, Sixth Sense, Slumdog Millionaire, Pride from 2014, A Cure for Wellness, Suncatcher, A Midsummer Night's Dream, This Boy's Life, Guess Who from 2005, and we'll also be getting the documentary Texas Storm Squad about an elite team of search and rescue workers from Texas AMN Task Force 1 when Tropical Storm Imilda, I think that's how you say that, brought record-breaking flash flooding to southeastern Texas in September of 2019, The team battled to save lives and evacuate stranded residents from a community that had been devastated by Hurricane Harvey just two years earlier. And that's about it for this next week. What are you most looking forward to? For me, I think it has to be the Kenobi series as well as the Orville Season 3, or at least the first episode, should I say, of Orville Season 3. But uh, yeah, really looking forward to those. Let me know what you're most looking forward to over on social media at at or forward slash the D Plus Club, or of course over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord, or of course over in the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone Facebook group. I'm going to take another brief break now, and then I'll be back with the Weekly Movie Club. Are you a park opener? Maybe you love the smell of pirate water. Here at Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company, we're a little sweet on Gaston, and we think you might be too. Bring these magically inspired scents to your home, or it could be off with your head. Magically scent your world at magicallyscented.com. Sorcerer Radio listeners, be sure to use the code SOR20 to get 20% off your next magically scented order. And now we're back with the Weekly Movie Club. And as I mentioned earlier, this past week's Movie Club movie has been The Descendants. So if you've never seen The Descendants before, this is your spoiler warning. If you don't want to be spoiled, pause the show, go and watch the film, and then come back and join us for the rest of the podcast. 
And now with the spoiler warning out of the way, let's get right into it. Belle and Beast have married and become king and queen. Following the establishment of the United States of Auradon, they have created a prosperous new nation from the surrounding kingdoms and banished the villains to the Isle of the Lost, an island slum surrounded by a barrier where magic is suspended. Now, 20 years later, their son Ben, who will soon be crowned king, announces his first proclamation is to give four selected children from the Isle of the Lost a chance to live in Auradon, away from the influence of their villainous parents, despite his father's protests. He chooses Colos, the son of Cruella de Vil, Jay, the son of Jafar, Evie, the daughter of the evil queen, as well as Mal, the daughter of Maleficent. On the island, Maleficent instructs the quartet to steal the fairy godmother's magic wand to release the barrier so that she can take over Auradon. Travelling to the Auradon Preparatory, the four meet Ben and his self-proclaimed girlfriend, Audrey, who is the daughter of Princess Aurora. They also meet the fairy godmother, who is the school's headmistress. Evie uses her mother's pocket-sized magic mirror to locate the wand in a nearby museum. And Mal uses her mother's spinning wheel from the museum to put the security guard to sleep, but they fail to steal the wand due to a barrier around it. After learning that the fairy godmother will use the wand at Ben's coronation, the wand waited out by attending classes, but actually start to fit in with the students. Jay is recruited to the school's tourney team, which is a sport similar to hockey, hurling and lacrosse, whilst Carlos overcomes his fear of dogs by befriending the school's dog, Dude. Evie, though intelligent, acts vain to impress Chad, who is Cinderella's son, but ends up doing his homework for him. Dopey's son, Doug, actually encourages her not to pander to others and to just be herself. Mal becomes popular using Maleficent's spellbook to improve the looks of Jane and Lonnie, the daughters of the fairy godmother, and Mulan. Jane dislikes her looks, especially because her mother won't use her own magic to change them. Learning that Ben's girlfriend will be seated close to the wand during the coronation, which is to be used during the ceremony, Mal bakes a cookie laced with a love potion and gives it to Ben, who falls madly in love with her, much to the shock of his friends, particularly Audrey. On a date with Ben, Mal becomes conflicted with her growing inner goodness and also the desire to please her mother, and also unaware of how to react to Ben's feelings towards her. During the school's family day, the villain's children are ostracised after an encounter with Audrey's grandmother, Queen Leah, who hates Mal because Maleficent's curse was the reason she missed Aurora's childhood prompting an argument that drives Mal to end the beauty spell she used on Jane. Ben tries to reassure them that everything will be okay after the coronation. Doug tries to remain friendly towards Evie, but Chad forces him to distance himself from her. At Ben's coronation, Mal gives him a brownie containing the love spell potion's antidote, believing it is unnecessary to keep him under the spell. It turns out, per Ben's admission, that he was already freed of the spell since their date when he went swimming in the Enchanted Lake, believing that Mal only did it because she really liked him. However, much to Mal's surprise, it turns out that Ben had feelings for her all along. During Ben's crowning, a disillusioned Jane grabs the wand from her mother, wanting to improve her beauty, only for her to accidentally destroy all the Isle's barrier. Mal takes the wand from Jane, but is torn over what to do. She is encouraged by Ben to make her own choice rather than to follow Maleficent's path. Mal recognises that she and her friends found happiness in Auradon, and they choose to be good. 
Maleficent crashes into the ceremony, freezing everybody except herself and the four villain children. When they defy her, Maleficent transforms into a dragon. Mal and her friends use a counterspell, turning Maleficent into a lizard. Her tiny size is then based on the amount of love in her heart. Mal returns the fairy godmother her wand as she unfreezes everyone and tells her not to be hard on Jane. All this whilst the villains watch the celebration from afar. Oridon preps students party through the night and Mal's eyes turn green as she addresses the audience, telling them that the story is not over yet. Descendants was released on the Disney Channel in the US on July 31st, 2015, and actually spawned multiple sequels and spin-off stories. It won the Writers Guild and Directors Guild's awards in 2016 for long-form children's programming. Production on the film and also the outlines of the plot were announced on December 12th of 2015. Kenny Ortega, a director who had previously worked with the Disney Channel on the High School Musical trilogy, was announced to be directing the film. The script was written by Josan McGibbs and Sarah Parrott. I think that's how you say those names. Filming, of course, then started in the spring of 2014, taking place in Vancouver and also other locations such as Hartley Castle and the British Columbia Parliament buildings in Victoria, Canada. The exterior and also some of the interior sets of Oridon Prep is actually the same ones used for Xavier's school in X2 X-Men United in 2003, the Luther Mansion in Smallville in 2001, and also the Queen Mansion from Arrow in 2012 and also later series. My wife actually pointed this out when we watched this for the very first time. She's very good with being able to see something and link it together. And we watched this film for the first time and she said, that's from Smallville, because she remembers it from Smallville like, from the first time that she saw it. And uh, yeah, it's interesting to be able to see that this uh, mansion castle has been used in so many different things over the years. The soundtrack peaked at number one for the top digital albums and also the top soundtracks as well. And there's also quite a few interesting bits of, triv of trivia from the movie as well. Doug, who is Dopey's son, tries to name the seven dwarves when he meets the evil kids for the first time, but he actually keeps forgetting one. In this case, it's Sneezy. This is actually a joke that refers to when people are asked to name the seven dwarves, they nearly always forget one. And I think it, when it comes to me, I would probably forget more than one. My memory is so bad. I can barely remember what I did last week but when you ask me about my long-term memory, absolutely brilliant. Short-term memory, absolutely disgusting. Anyway, in the Tony game, Cameron Bryce's character Carlos plays the game as number 101, which is a reference to his mother, Corella DeVille, from 101 Dalmatians. Along with some of the sets being from the X-Men movies, Boo Boo Stewart also played Warpath in X-Men Days of Future Past. And Keegan Connor Tracy, who plays Belle, actually previously played the Blue Fairy or Mother Superior in ABC's Once Upon a Time in 2011. And that's about it for the movie this week. What did you think? I actually really enjoyed The Descendants. This is maybe the second or third time that we've seen it now. And it's a really interesting way to be able to explore what potentially could have happened after some of these movies and also the families of these villains as well. So really really enjoyed this movie and also the music in it is actually quite good it's surprising how good it is you've probably heard much of the music over on sorcerer radio it's a really really good soundtrack and also the sequel films have got a really good soundtrack of course but yes of course there are plenty of other films in this series of course there's also some 
like uh, spin-off little stories as well, brief little stories. But yeah, I, I actually really enjoyed all of these films. We watched them with the children. I think it was last year maybe, but yeah, the children really enjoyed them as well. And it's been nice to be able to go back and watch this one recently. I'm looking forward to going through the others. I think maybe it's the second one that was maybe my favourite out of lot. I can't remember. We will be going through them all and I'll probably be including them all in the movie club at some point or another. But uh, yeah, really enjoyed this film and its series. I can hear my daughter screaming in the background there. She's probably wanting to watch Encanto for the third time today. We watched it all on the TV again this morning, which I think it's probably maybe the third or fourth time it's been on the TV in the last week. But then she also watched it on her iPad literally straight after. We turned it off. She'll put her iPad on and she was like, I want to watch Encanto again. I was like, okay, well, if that's what you really, really want to watch so yeah she watched it for a second time on her ipad whilst uh, my wife was doing a little bit of coursework she's doing some like um, what is it like team leader and management courses for work to kind of improve herself to put onto a cv and this that and the other so my, my daughter was watching Encanto while she was doing that my son decided that he wanted to play on his ipad for a little bit and i decided to play nintendo switch sports i'd got the bowling out and was playing a little bit of that, got all of the most recent rewards, and uh, what else did I do? I actually got to A tier in bowling as well, which I've been trying to do for a few weeks, but uh, anyway, I'm going off topic again. Hopefully you all enjoyed the movie. As always, I ask over in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone Facebook group, the Sorcerer Radio Discord, and also on my social media for people to be able to share their comments. So, let's see what you had to say this week. Brandon said, I'm enjoying these movies. Although it has a more poppy sounding soundtrack, I think it's kind of fitting that the soundtrack is more poppy as we're dealing with the kids of these classic Disney characters. And no, I agree. I think that the music is really more more modern in a way, but it also relates back to how the, the basis of some of these characters in the original films. So yeah, really, really enjoyed the soundtrack of this. And Tim over on Instagram said, I really enjoyed this movie. It wouldn't have been one that I'd have chosen to watch myself, but I wanted to watch it as part of the movie club that you've been doing. And I actually really enjoyed it. And the music in it was actually quite good. No, I completely agree with that, Tim. And I think that seems to be a common sentiment from people who've watched this. Maybe they might not like the acting style. Maybe they understand that it's aimed towards children, but everyone seems to enjoy the soundtrack. And the soundtrack for me as well, not only in the first film, but also in the second film and the third film, is just really good throughout i think they did an absolutely brilliant job with the music across these films but yeah really really enjoyed this film thank you everyone for being able to watch it and also comment on the movie club this week and uh, now it's time to see what the guys over at Diz his had to say about the descendants so over to you guys this is this is review review so D-plus this week is going to be the movie Descendants. Uh, you know, this is – I think I love the concept for this movie. My son was really into it, you know. Um, my nieces and nephews, you know, Alex's kids are really into it. So I'm kind of like, Alex, can I take the charge on this? Because he's watched this many times. I have watched this way more times <laughs> than a 33-year-old. There was a party. Your kids had a party. That's right. Our kids party. had a Descendants-themed birthday party. That's how much of a Descendants fans they were during that time of their life. And uh, I've watched this one. I've watched number two a bunch. And I've watched number three. And you know what? We cannot wait for number four. So um, we we love – I think the music is good in the show, in the movie. And the con- like Joe said, the concept of the kids of all the bad characters coming to 
intertwined with the kids of the good characters. I think it's a it's a cool um, concept. I think it's original. I think it's like an original idea, right? That they kind of came up with for like an off. I mean, this wasn't in the movie theaters, right? The Sanders wasn't in the movie theaters. I don't think. I don't uh, I think know. It was like straight to like Disney I, Channel type yeah, thing. Yeah, I would say so. I don't know if Descendants uh, one would be the only one that was in theaters. I don't know if it was. I don't think it but was. But the other one's definitely um, not. That's for sure. But it was. I think it's a. I think it's a great idea for sure. Uh, I think it's a good movie. I think the kids really like it. I know my son. You know, he wasn't really into it at first, but after you know your kids were into it, and then his friends were into it, uh, we actually had like a party where we kind of set up a big screen, we had a projector out by, like by the pool. We watched Descendants. We had like s'mores and stuff like that. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but the concept's great. I think this is one of those movies like for like, I can kind of relate it to uh, what's that mummy movie that I think it was like Nickelodeon. Was that on, on Disney? What was it Under Wraps? Whatever. Yes. You know, like growing up, it kind of reminds me of this type of feel. It's not like you know movie theater quality but it's a good story enjoyable to watch yeah um so i think chris said you wanted to mention something about it right chris about the concept i was a little too old for this when it came out 2015 i was uh a couple years into college so i know nothing that i really be interested in watching now i did uh i am familiar with the concept i think the concept's really cool my favorite thing about it is this is like the uh it's like the multiverse of madness but with the uh with these, all these different uh, characters clashing, which, which is kind of funny because I was looking at the cast and I think it's funny that they have all these like superpower type people, like these, you know, they're kids of this, you know, Jafar and the evil queen. And then you have like the, the child of Cruella Deville, who's just, yeah. just a, a child of like a really nasty mean character. Like, it's like you say, they have no, they have no ability other than slaughtering dogs. But um, but they somehow are at the same level as all the other kids, which would be um, I I wonder is the is that a cool character, the child of Corellaville? Yeah, he was he was a good character. He was yeah. afraid of dogs. Okay, that's kind of funny. He's yeah. the one who passed away, right? <laughs> Correct. He was the one who passed away. Oh, what's his name? His name was Cameron Boyce. Okay, yeah, I do know him. And he oh, was yeah, he was good. And uh, they are coming out with a new one, I believe. And uh, I think it's well. I know they had the wedding come out, but it was animation, and okay. uh, they did not. He was not in that. They didn't use his character because he couldn't. Is he do the gonna voice. be in the? Is he gonna? He's not gonna be in the new one then. Actually, there's not a new one. It. The new one was the animation one. Okay. We we're just waiting for it to come out, and he was not in it, and they did not replace him. Gotcha. That's cool. Um, and I, like you said, they had some cool characters. I mean, they had good actresses in this movie. Like Kristen Chenoweth is in this movie playing Maleficent and Kathy Najimi was in this movie playing evil queen. Mm-hmm. So like they yeah. had actual people in the movie. And then I think the main actress of the movie itself, uh, Dove Cameron, I think she's a really good actress. Uh, Boo Boo Stewart, who played oh. the son of uh, yeah. Jafar. He ended up going on Broadway and doing the live performance of the Grinch. He was mm-hmm. um, the older dog. There's someone right now that's on the radio that has a song out that's really popular. I forget who exactly who it is, but um, I think it's a girl, and she has like a hit single that's out right now, and she's from The Descendants. Oh, really? It could be many of the girls, because a lot of the girls were... I mean, of course, it was a musical, so all the characters could sing, and all the actresses mm-hmm. and actors could sing, of course. Yeah, but definitely a good movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like Descendants. Descendants 2 was good. Descendants 3 was not as great, but like you said, it was a straight-to-movie... Uh, straight-to movie or straight to tv movie and of course and, later straight to streaming movie and, and you, you haven't tell. seen it you can no, tell i haven't seen any of them 
Oh man, you should. I think you should watch them. I think you would like them for sure. They made a sport for this movie, which the sport looked pretty cool. It was like a mixture of lacrosse, but with shields and swords. So oh, murder. really? Yes, murder. You're talking about, you're talking about, uh, <laughs> talking about LARP? LARPing? Yeah, it was almost like LARPing. <laughs> I think I saw like a video that like uh, Magic Missile, whatever. What? You want to hear more from Joe, Alex, Jen, and Chris? Just visit DizHiz.com and listen to DizHiz on all podcast platforms. Thank you very much, guys. Remember, you can catch them on Fridays on Social Radio at 1 p.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern, as well as on all major podcasting platforms, as well as the Social Radio website at srsounds.com forward slash DizHiz. Remember, if you want to send me your comments on the Weekly Movie Club each week, you can do so in the Weekly Movie Club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord, or of course on any of my posts on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club, plus being the word plus, of course, or of course over in the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone Facebook group. If you want to leave me an audio comment on the movie, you can do so at my anchor page at anchor.fm forward slash the D plus club. And next week for the Weekly Movie Club movie, we'll be watching the movie Cruella. Until then, though, hopefully you have a good week. Thank you very much for tuning in this week, and hopefully you can tune in again next time. Have a great one, everyone. Bye-bye.